Welcome to a Healthy Soul Podcast. My name is Crystal and I'm a functional nutrition coach and an autoimmune warrior. On this podcast, I'll be covering different ways to help you create a quality life and a healthy soul. Hello, hello, my healthy souls. It's a new day. It's a new year. It's a time when we are feeling refreshed and motivated. You know, we're just feeling like we got a new beginning, a fresh start, 2022. You know, like I said in my last podcast, anytime you've got newfound motivation, take advantage of it. You know, I don't care what people say, you know, time of year doesn't matter if it's in the middle of June. You know, anytime you're feeling ready to start something new or make a change in your life, you should absolutely do so. Just make sure, like we talked about, that you're focusing on making it sustainable. You know, making sure that these changes actually last. You know, but I hope your new year is starting off well, you know. If you're in my sugar reset group, we are five days in, which means you're probably feeling those cravings kick in. Uh, If you are, hang in there and just, and remember the steps to dealing with those cravings. You know, I promise they work. But if you didn't get a chance to join us this round for sugar reset, uh, don't worry. You know, we'll have more in the future. However, if you would like to get started now and you're just looking for some guidance, feel free to send me a DM and I will gladly send you my notes from the workshop with a step-by-step on how to get started. So, this year for Christmas, I got a Garmin smartwatch, the Vivo Active something or other, I don't know. (laughs) But either way, you know, if you guys are smartwatch nerds out there, or if you're in the market for one, this one is amazing. This one does it all. Uh, I'm definitely impressed with its accuracy, but also just with everything it does. You know, it monitors my sleep, it monitors my steps, my activity, my breathing, my oxygen levels, my heart rate, my stress levels. Um, Literally, like I can put my water intake on there. Uh, It tracks your body battery. So basically, that's like how you're feeling, right? So like, if you're not feeling 100%, you know, that's kind of the... the reason why, right? Your body battery is, is lower. Um, so it kind of just shows you how much you've recovered. And I like this part too, because it shows you how hard you can push yourself that day. Uh, whether you need to do some yoga and just kind of chill out and meditate for the day, or if you can like hit it super hard at the gym. And, and of course, of course the phone, the watch does phone stuff too, but honestly, I just love it for all the, the health features. Um, But having this watch, you know, it really got me thinking about how your health is just, it's just so complex and how everything is affected by everything else, you know, and I've always known that, right? Like in my coaching, I use the holistic approach for this reason, but watching it happen in real time is kind of crazy. You know, like if I don't get enough sleep, my body battery does not go back up to a hundred. It goes up to like 50, you know, and that means that I didn't recover well 
and that I need to take it easy or maybe if I have like high stress levels that day or if I did a lot of strenuous activity the day before like it shows on my body battery it's like hey you know you're only at like 25 body battery right now like let's not go crazy um you know so anyways I I thought today that I would dive a little deeper into that and talk about why it's important to address all areas of health and what that looks like. You know, being a functional nutrition coach, I look at all the areas in a person's life to try and figure out the main source of their problem. You know, why aren't you where you want to be? Some of these things can be more obvious. And, you know, so for most people, we eat too many processed foods, you know, you drink soda, Maybe you don't exercise or do anything physical at all. And that's just a couple of the more obvious ones. You know, but some of these things can be kind of sneaky. Some of it, you know, like not sleeping well or high levels of stress. You know, these things can cause a ton of damage to your physical health. And in our society, we have a tendency to separate mental health and physical health. But in functional health it's all a part of the same system and why we separate it at all is just crazy to me because it's all in the same body right like just think about how your body works when you move your arm it's your brain that tells your arm to move you know when you kick a ball your brain is what sends the signal and tells your leg to move and kick the ball You know, most everything we do physically is controlled by our brain. So clearly there's a connection between our brain and our body and the way that we think about things and the way that our body processes that. So why we treat things separately when it comes to even just like the way we feel and our emotions, I don't know why we treat this any differently. You know, I mean, you even notice a difference in someone's physical appearance depending on their mental state. When somebody is depressed, what do they look like? You know, you can picture it in your head right now. They're slumped over, they got poor posture, maybe kind of droopy, sad eyes, droopy face, you know, like we all know what that looks like. And when somebody's happy and confident, what does that look like? You know, and I know you can picture it in your head right now, like their shoulders are back, they might have like bright eyes, you know, and maybe a smile on their face. They've got upright, strong, proper posture. Little fun fact, it's actually been shown that even just simply standing upright with your shoulders back sends serotonin signals to the brain, making it feel, making you feel instantly better, more confident, more happy. So there's clearly some connection here happening, right? With physical and mental. Um, And there's actually some connection uh, between your gut and your brain as well. Now, this is partially why it's so important to, to eat well. You know, it's been said that your gut is your second brain. You know, the lining of your gut is actually composed of nerve cells that have been shown to send signals and information to your brain versus the other way around. So anything that you're putting in your gut, whatever you're eating is information being sent to your brain. So keep that in mind when, uh, when you eat your next meal, you know, are you putting something in your mouth 
that is going to support your brain? Is it full of vitamins and nutrients or is it crap that's going to leave you feeling groggy and moody? But that being said, I honestly just find it so fascinating at how good our bodies are at communicating, how everything is connected. But this is also why it's so important to make sure that you're looking into all the areas of your life when it comes to your health, not just your diet and your exercise, because our mental and our physical health both affect each other inside and out, you know, not just with posture and physical appearance, but you would be surprised at how many people just for example, struggle to lose unwanted weight, not because they're eating unhealthy foods but because they're stressed out or they're not sleeping well. To truly be healthy, we have to have balance in all the areas of our life. Think about it this way. If you're experiencing high levels of stress at work and you come home and because you're stressed out, you decide to eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream to try and cope with the stress. And don't tell me you've never done this. It might not be Ben and Jerry's, but I know we've all used food <laughs> to handle our stress at some point. However, that pint of Ben and Jerry's is now going to cause your body inflammation and it's going to make it worse. You know, and it's actually going to send signals to your brain because of that gut-brain connection, causing you to feel more stress and anxiety. And so now you've got the stress and anxiety of work, plus the stress and anxiety of what you just ate, and now you're going to go to bed, and you're going to find yourself tossing and turning and thinking about all the stress at work and experiencing more of that anxiety. You know, and you're going to lose sleep over it. And because of your lack of sleep or lack of quality of sleep, you now find yourself waking up in the morning feeling groggy, feeling a little irritable, but now you're also still stressed out about what's going on at work. You got to go back there. And this just leads to a vicious cycle of continuing to cope with your stress and eating by eating sugary processed foods. And to make matters worse, your lack of sleep is actually causing you to crave these foods now because it's looking for that energy spike, that like instant blood sugar spike. So it just continues to lead you down the path of anxiety, lack of sleep, and more stress. You know, and oddly enough, like I was saying before, you know, we've all done it. This is exactly how I was living my life before I started taking my health seriously. It was seriously a constant cycle of stress, exhaustion, poor sleep, poor eating habits. You know, and like unfortunately, once you're in this trap, it's really hard to get out of it because now you're depressed, you're unmotivated, you're not feeling like doing anything different, you know maybe feeling a little lazy even. And honestly, most people live a life that looks very similar to this, if not exactly like it. 
you know, and, and when people decide that they're ready to change, oftentimes they, you know, immediately jump into some crazy diet or exercise routine. But when you look at the story that I just told you of the lifestyle of this hypothetical person or past me for, (laughs) for that matter, you know, what was the root cause of their poor diet and lack of exercise and depression? It's not necessarily their eating habits. That's part of it, but that wasn't the root cause of it, right? It was their stress. It was their inability to cope with the stress of work that was making it difficult for them to make better eating choices throughout the day and improve their health overall. Now, it's not to say that they shouldn't make any dietary changes. And exercise is also a great way to, you know, great thing to incorporate. And it's also not saying that they need to quit their job because their job is too stressful or whatever. It's recognizing that their lack of coping skills with their stress is the main cause of the problem. And learning how to deal with their stress in a healthy way will start them down the path towards a healthy and happy life. Now, here's the cool thing. Once you start tackling the root problem, a lot of times, naturally the other problems just kind of fix themselves or they become a lot easier to to fix. You know, have you ever noticed like when you start a new exercise program or workout routine that naturally without really even thinking about it or even making a plan, you just kind of start eating better. You know, and a lot of times I hear people say it's because they don't want their workout to go to waste or, or that naturally they just start craving these healthier foods But either way, it's a thing. You know, a lot of times we start tackling the root cause of the problem and we find ourselves in a position where it's easier to tackle the other problems. If not, they just kind of find our fix themselves. So just like before with this hypothetical person, right? Like, or again, past past crystal. (laughs) You know, when you're getting yourselves caught in that vicious cycle, of lack of sleep and stress and poor eating, you can actually do the reverse with healthy habits. So let's say you decide on Monday that you're going to start using exercise as a way to cope with your stress instead of eating Ben and Jerry's, right? Because now we know, we know that our stress is really the issue. So we choose, and, and there's lots of different ways to cope with stress, but maybe we choose this one instead choose exercise as a way to do it. So after work, you know, you're frustrated, you're stressed out, but instead of eating Ben and Jerry's, you decide to go to the gym, you get a good sweat on, and afterwards you've got those endorphins rushing, and you're just feeling good, like you're feeling really great, and actually you've probably even just forgotten about what you were stressed out about in the first place. Now you get to go home, you're feeling good. You've got some good energy from your workout. So you decide you're going to cook yourself a good meal. You know, now you've eaten proper amount of protein and veggies and all that good stuff. And now you've got some good nutrients flowing through your body. You know, you're sending good signal signals to your brain. And 
come time for, you know, for bed, you might crave that Ben and Jerry's and you might want to go sit down and do Netflix just because that's what your, your habits are. However, you're like, honestly, like I'm kind of just exhausted from working all day and I did my workout. So I'm just going to go to bed, you know, and, and you get a good night's sleep instead of staying up and eating ice cream and watching Netflix. Now you've created a different cycle, right? One that if you continue doing every day, will continue to serve your body in a positive way. So when it comes to assessing your root cause, you know, obviously hiring a nutrition coach is a great way, you know, to have somebody on the outside looking in. It's, it's a lot easier to be able to assess these things and really just, just hit them quick um, and, get, and get help with that. But if you're looking to try and figure it out, here are the things that I suggest that you take a look at. So first thing is, of course, the more obvious one. What are you eating when it comes to your nutrition? Like I was saying before, your gut is a brain in itself. And if you find yourself experiencing not only extra weight gain or bloating or other digestive issues, you know, maybe you find yourself also experiencing anxiety or depression or moodiness, irritability, You know, these are all signs that you could be eating something that doesn't agree with you, that's causing inflammation in your system. So check on your diet. You know, periodically, I like to do a food journal. I don't do it every week, but every once in a while when I feel like I'm getting a little off track, I'll do a food journal to see what I'm doing. You know, am I getting enough food? Am I getting the right foods? Am I getting enough protein, vegetables, fats? You know, these are important things to check up on. The next thing that I'll look at is my workout, my workout schedule, you know, like how active am I being now? This is going to be different for everybody. You know, everyone's going to have a different type of workout that interests them or, you know, something they find is fun or or something they're training for, you know, it could be running, strength training, jujitsu, Zumba, but regardless of what it is. I want you to make sure that you're doing something active every day. And this could be something as simple as taking your dog for a walk, doing some stretches, you know, but it makes a big difference in your mental and physical health to be active. It helps you get rid of toxins in your system. It helps your digestion, helps your posture, your physical appearance, of course, but it also helps chemicals be released into the brain that make you feel happy and help get rid of depression and anxiety. You know, they say that exercise is nature's antidepressant. You know, there are so many benefits to exercise other than just weight loss. So honestly, I would say that the other benefits are better and more important than the weight loss. You know, that will come once you develop a healthy lifestyle. That's just, that naturally happens. So you don't necessarily have to go crazy every day in the gym. You don't have to like sweat your face off. But being active somewhat every day is an important part of living a healthy life. The other thing I want you to look at is your stress levels. 
and be honest, you know, like on a scale of 10, on one to 10, how stressed out do you feel every day? You know, if that number is high, I mean, I'd say even a just five or above. How are you coping with it? Are you using exercise to cope with it? Are you meditating every day? What does your self-care routine look like? Because if it looks like Ben and Jerry's and Netflix every night, this is not a healthy or beneficial way to cope with your stress. I would also like to note that a cocktail every night is also not necessarily a beneficial way to cope with stress. You know, and while alcohol in moderation is not going to be the worst thing in the world, and moderation is the key word in that, um, but it's definitely not a good way to cope with stress. So find something that's going to be helpful for you, but also support your healthy lifestyle. Sleep. Sleep is another thing that you definitely need to look closely at. And this is a really important one. They're all important. However, this one is important because sleep is when you recover. This is when your body stores all of its memories, repairs muscle tissue, repairs any damage that may have been done to your body throughout the day. You know, recovers hormones, all the good stuff. So if you don't recover, you will slowly and surely just start to break down. (laughs) That is not good. So make sure you're getting at least four to five sleep cycles a night, you know, and that's going to be like six to eight hours. Um, This is another reason why I actually really love this watch. Like I said, if you're a smartwatch nerd, if you're on the market for one, or even if you weren't considering getting one, it's actually really helpful. Um, But it's actually been able to help me narrow in what my sleep cycles look like and see exactly when I need to go to bed and when I need to wake up. Because there is a good timing thing here that, that matters. Um, you know, and I think there's also apps on your phone that you can get that help you with this. But either way, make sure you're getting enough sleep at night. You know, make sure you're getting not just enough, but quality sleep every night as well. Um, I would also like to recommend reading the book Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. He's got some really awesome tips on getting better sleep. So that's definitely a must. Um, go check that out. I do audiobooks with everything. So I was listening to his and it's definitely very inspiring to get good sleep. That's for sure. The other thing I want you to look at is your relationships. Now this is one that's kind of one of those sneaky ones, but it can have a major impact on your health. And it's one that we don't really think about. However, if you just think about it, do you remember a time, you know, maybe in high school or maybe even just recently that you had a really bad breakup? How did that feel? It feels freaking horrible, right? I mean, same thing happens though, right? Your posture becomes poor. Your face is droopy and sad. You feel like somebody just ripped your heart out. But what else tends to happen? We make poor eating choices. You know, how many like bad breakups in sitcoms do you see where everybody sits around and just eats ice cream? You know, 
not only that, we don't feel motivated to do anything. We start another vicious cycle. Now, this can happen even if you don't have a breakup. Even if you're just having a hard time, you're struggling in your relationship. We can feel depressed. You know, if we're struggling with our relationship, even with our parents or siblings or just somebody around us that's causing us to feel bad. Maybe you're causing your relationship to feel bad. I don't know what the situation is specifically, but, you know, our relationships and our connections with people have a huge impact on how our day-to-day life goes. So making sure that your relationships are well-nurtured and positive in your life is very important. So when you're starting this new year off and trying to get on the right foot, while you're making your goals and trying to improve your health, think about each part of your life and what might be the root cause for you not being where you want to be. You know, whether that's your nutrition, your exercise, your stress, your sleep, or even your relationships. Because once you address the root cause, the rest of it tends to flow so much easier. That's what I have for you guys today. I hope it's helpful in helping you accomplish your New Year's goals, your health goals. You know, and like I always say, if you have any questions or if you're looking for some help in achieving your goals, always feel free to reach out. You know, I would love to help you get on the right track. So thank you so much for joining me today and we will see you next time on A Healthy Soul. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, if you're interested in nutrition coaching, sign up for a free consultation at healthysoulnutrition.com. I'd love to hear about your goals and see if you're a good fit for my program. I hope you have a wonderful day and we will see you next time on Healthy Soul.